Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. Billy, isn't Magic Spoon cereal fantastico? Oh, it's so tasty, Dom. It's mm. tasty. And you know what I love as well? Mm. It's, when I'm eating it, I know I'm getting my protein. Mm. Do you know how much, Dom? Tell me. 13 to 14 grams. Yeah, and check out all these things, right? It's keto-friendly, gluten-free, grain-free, soy-free, low-carb, and GMO-free. And all the lovely flavours. Cocoa, fruity, frosted, and peanut butter. Oh, yummy. So go to magicspoon.com slash onion to grab a variety pack and try it today. And be sure to use our promo code ONION at checkout to save $5 off your order. And Magic Spoon is so confident in their product, it's backed with a 100% happiness guarantee. So if you don't like it for any reason, they'll refund your money, no questions asked. Remember, get your next delicious bowl of guilt-free cereal at magicspoon.com slash onion and use the code ONION to save $5 off. Thank you, Magic Spoon, for sponsoring this episode. Harmonize with me and hold me tight all through the night. You're shining bright, I'm your oyster, baby, you're my pearl. Billy, 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 do you love me? I do, Dom, yes. Billy, 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 do you care? I do, Dom, yes. Just check in. Sometimes you need to hear that from a friend, you know. Sometimes it's good to hear it from the horse's mouth. Yeah, wait. That's what they say. What what does that mean? I don't know, because horses don't, they just neigh, don't they? Yeah, you wouldn't think you'd get a lot of truth from no. a horse. Do you remember lovely, wonderful Andrew Jack, who unfortunately passed away due to COVID yeah. a couple of years ago? He explained to me the meaning of the word chunder. Do you remember that? Chunder. Now, you'll have to explain to people because I don't think they use the word chunder in the United States of America. To chunder in Britain is to vomit, isn't it? To chunder, to be violently ill. Yeah. Oh, I'm going to chunder. I'm going to chunder. Oh, I chundered all over. What did shoes. Andrew Jack tell you? Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Andrew Jack said that in maritime, in the maritime world, sailing, all that kind of stuff, working on boats, when you're in the crow's nest or up high, you would be fined if you didn't tell people below that you were going to be sick you would be fined by you know your boss and you were supposed to say watch out under ah. but obviously as you're just about to vomit no time. Under. 
Very, very good. Isn't that great? What I would do when you're up there high, I would just wait till it went to the one side and you'd be <laughs> yeah. over the water, wouldn't you? <laughs> and then oh, hold it in, hold it in. <laughs> when you did Master and Commander, did they uh, give you an open invitation to climb the crow's nest? No, we did go up though for one did scene. You? Yeah, there's a scene with uh, me and Russell Crowe up on and uh, my character Barrett Bond and is supposed to have amazing eyesight, mm, can see things. The Hulk. So the captain, Russell, he says, "Come on up, get up." And we went up the top, and I was, oh, I had the fear dome. Mm. I don't, you know, it was all moving, and it was very high up. But obviously, before the cameras rolled, did they get you up in a very safe, harnessed... No! Oh, no, I wouldn't have done it. We had to climb up, and see, when you get to the bit that you stand on, so you climb up, I'm I'm doing this visually, even though this is an audible sort of uh, medium. But I'm loving the visuals. But you're climbing up like this, right? And then when you get to the bit that you stand on, the rope goes out the way. Nah. So you have to lean back like bacon. Yeah, just like bacon, yeah. <laughs> lean back and climb over the thing that you're standing on. Oh, and you have to do that, you know, maybe twice or three times as you go up the, the main sail or whatever. How like. was Russell Crowe with the heights? Did he seem all right? He seemed absolutely Just fine. a brawny Aussie bloke. No just problem. like the captain. And then you're next to him thinking, I can't embarrass myself. Can't here. embarrass you're myself. Losing here. control of your bowels on the way up. Do you know what I did, Dom? What? I stood near where the, the mainsail, the, 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 the mast goes up, and I held on. Tight, to tight. A piece of rope, what they call, I, I think they call it a suicide grip or something. And I just held on tight. So from, from the neck up, I looked like Barrett Bond and looking Ooh. into the horizon. Ooh. But see, from the neck down. Yeah, that's right. I was a 12-year-old boy just hanging on to oh, Wow, lovely story. Hey, let's check in and see where we're at with uh, a little League of Legends update. League of Legends update. <laughs> We've still not got that graphic yet from Riot. I think they're working on it. They're all, spending a lot of time and money on it. All of this promotion that we're doing for the game. And How no does it go again? League of Legends update. <laughs> Sorry if you guys are listening in the car and that's too loud. Now, last week, I think you very foolishly, very fool-heartedly yeah, yeah. said that we were a, a small melon For in terms Sean. of Sean Astin playing. And we've not heard from him since. Sean seems so into it. He was but, like, I've got the setup. I've got the computer. I'm ready to go. I just believed him. He's very, he's very believable. Very convincing, Sean. That's what makes him a great actor, you see. Yeah. But don't you think... And hello and lots of love to all of our USA listeners out there. Don't you think that there is a thing with USA people where if you suggest something to them, they'll go, yeah, I'll do that. They don't want to let people down. Do you know what I mean? I think that might be a Los Angeles thing. I think if you were in like uh, Minnesota and you said you want to play uh, League of Legends to someone that didn't want to play, they'd say, no, absolutely not. I don't know if they speak like New York cabbies, but. No way, Jose! I don't like that stuff. Perfect Minnesota accent. Thank you. Yeah, but just, so we had got to a small gala melon for Sean Astin That's what week. I thought, but we can, I, it? can I rethink Where that? Where are you going to go this week? I mean, I'm, I don't even think it's a mandarin. Smaller. Well, we've gone strawberry seeds is right. nothing and watermelon is top. So for Sean Astin, I mean, it's a small a, plum. It's, it's smaller for me. Is it? A well, large not, grape? I was so excited. What about a kumquat? 
A kumquat. I love a kumquat. I never know how to eat them. Just pop them in your mouth. With the skin on? Yeah. Do you wash it? Yeah. Scrub it? Yeah. That I works. wash all my fruit with uh, liquid soap. So even an apple, of which I had four yesterday. Someone said to me, jokingly, have you had an apple today? And I counted them and went, I've had four, actually. My. No gallstones for me, my friend. That because apples lot. open up the draining valve where gallstones get stuck. I'll tell you what, you want to go a bit higher there, Dom. Uh, Go, 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 go. Really? Up, up. This is where your gallbladder yeah. is? What, your heart? Yep. My God. It's it's uh, a very close neighbour to the heart. Well, I had no idea. I would have put it down here near the kind of digestive system. No, there. you're near stuff that doesn't doesn't matter down there. You still have your two gallstones, which you've still not made as earrings for... I do have my gallstones, but I don't have my gallbladder. Mm, I lost that. It's gone. So, I tried I, to hold on to it, didn't I, Dom? But that's for another episode. That's, another episode, that's a whole episode to itself. Yeah, when me and Dom went to stones. North Carolina. That was the most the most physically sick I've ever seen you. I wasn't well. You'd lost a ton of weight. I was 125 pounds. Well, do you know how much that is in stone for our UK listeners? It's not a lot. One and it? a half. <laughs> I think it's about eight and it's a not, half stone. I, was, I, was, I wasn't like feeling that. good, Dom. I was worried about it. Anyway, Sean Astin, kumquat? Kumquat. Elijah Wood. I mean, he's even <sighs> he's, worse. You, you made me think of a pomegranate last week. It was lovely, that. Well, maybe Elijah Wood's a pomegranate seed. That's exactly what he is. One hiding behind one of those yellow sour bits. They're letting us down, aren't they? They're both letting us down. Although, to be fair, we've not played League of Legends all week. It doesn't matter, though. The reason for that is that we're both playing in the same lane. And I'm loving this new character, and I don't want to give away that lane. You got an S minus. I got my probably my favourite time in League of Legends at the end of last week. I played Teemo in the top lane, got an S minus. Woke up the next day, played Lux in support, got an S minus. Two in a row, two different champions. Can you imagine that? Could you just imagine it with your brain? I can't imagine getting an S. I've never got one. Really? Never. What's the best you got? An A. I've played with you when you got an A. I've only, uh, I think I've only ever got an A once. Well, good for you. Lulu. Ah, she's great, Lulu. Hey, anyway. So, so, Elijah, Sean, give us a call. We yeah. know you listen to the show. Yeah. Get yourselves on the computer. Let's all have fun in the League of Legends. Oh, emails and real mails. Fast as tigers, slow as snails. Should we get to some uh, voicemails and Do see it, what Dom. people have got to say to us? All right, let's go. Johnny Boy, the pipes, the pipes are calling. Hey, guys. Oh. Ben here from the UK. Fantastic work on the podcast. Oh, Absolutely loving every minute of it. My question is, out of all the movies that have ever been, oh. if you guys could have been in another movie, <sighs> potentially together or individually, what movie would it have been? Have you ever sat and watched a movie and gone, oh, man, I'd have been great for this part. Thanks. Keep up the good work. Love from the UK. Thanks, Ben. Lots of love to you, too. That was lovely, lovely question. Here's what I'd do, Dom. I'm going to cast me and you. Okay. I want to be in the Dean Martin, Jerry Lewis movies. Brilliant. The Road to wherever. And we, in fact, we should remake those. Yeah, we'd be great at those. Why don't we do that? Plus, if someone, if a studio head is out there listening and wants to, uh, yeah, if anyone, uh, if there's a studio head in his private plane with the radio on, listening to the Friendship Onion, why don't you remake 
the road to London, the road to, to Glasgow, whatever it is, and we'll make it. We'll make you an absolute billion dollars. Love that. Yeah. Um, let me think of I something. I love those movies. Yeah, they're great. They're very, very light-hearted films. I love them. I mean, you and I in New Zealand watched The Apartment and were kind of goofing off on the idea of a two-men film apartment type thing. Oh, right? Yeah, that'd be good. It's a great film. You and I recently have been kind of flirting with the idea of doing a play, but another play that I was thinking, which would be fantastic for us to do, Glenn Gary, Glenn Ross. <gasps> because we get to scream at each other. Oh, you'd be screaming at me, I think. I think you'd be the guy who really messes it up and I'd yeah, call you dirty go. words. <gasps> I'd love that. Yeah. Would you be all right with that? Because you're yeah, quite be sensitive. Right. No, but I like, I like it when you shout at me. Okay, good. <laughs> Great question, Ben. Next. Hi, Billy. Hi, <gasps> Dom. My name is Starlet. And my question for you is, did you ever keep anything from any of the three movies? Um... Either a prop from the movie, a piece of costume, absolutely anything. I don't know, a, a leaf from the Shire. Um, and if you did, were you allowed to? Or was it one of those, well, like, I just kind of want a souvenir, you know? Really interested to hear what you have to say. Thank you so much. Love. Thanks, Starlight. I like how she finished it. Love. Love. I did. Well, I was going to say, there's a myth, isn't there, with a lot of people who are not maybe well-versed in the acting world, that actors get the chance to just walk off set with anything that they feel like. It's not like that, is it? You you have to be, you have to maybe put something forward and say, is there a chance I could keep this? Very often I've said to directors or producers, could I take this with me and say, no, unfortunately you can't because we're doing this and that. Pete Jackson was very generous with us, wasn't he? Um, We both got our swords. Both got our swords, um, the back of our chairs with uh, Mary and Pippin. Don't know where mine is. Well, I know where mine is. Good. Um, our last clapper board for last the last scene. Board. So we got some lovely things. Feet? Did you take a pair of feet? I did take some feet. I've given them away over the years, I think. Yeah. I don't know if I've... I took a bag of ears. Got a bag of ears. Prosthetic ears. <laughs> yeah, of course. Um, and I got my... Which I'm sure, by the way, you could still do now because I'm sure it's on file. I got my first day's call sheet and last day's call That's sheet. That's brilliant. See, you think of things as things are happening. I don't. Right. It's always when it's done, I think, I never got anybody saying anything. But you know that you could send an email now and say, hey, guys, could you ask someone to just go back into the files? All they need to do is go but day one. But yours is the actual one. Mine's window. the actual one. That's better. Yeah, it's better. But... I've also got, um, it was my birthday once, and Vigo... Give me a feather. Oh, really? That I think he found on the street. And he says, there's a feather. And I thought, that's very Vigo. I was really hoping for, like, a, you know... Cash. Cash or yeah. a camera or yeah. something. <laughs> yeah. Give me a feather that he... Lovely. Uh, and talking about Vigo, are we any further on uh, getting all of us to be buried together when we die? Sent Vigo an email this week, but it Good. was not about death and burial. But I could put that as a PS the next time. If um, you could, I mean... I think if we just get into his brain and th- and then he'll start thinking, you know what, that would be nice. There were a couple of nice guys. Nice guys. If we had to spend the rest of eternity lying <laughs> with each other. next to each other on the ground. With worms. Yeah. Then Although I think he'd have you just a little bit closer to him than me because you and uh, Vigo share quite a special relationship. Yeah. You know what I'm talking about. 
We kissed one. Yeah, you kissed. That's for another show. To be honest, I think he kissed you. He did very, very violently. Yeah. But you enjoyed it. Yeah. Anyway, thanks, Starlight. We'll tell that story on another episode of The Friendship Onion. (laughs) Yes. Billy. Yeah. Magic spoon cereal. We love it, don't we? It's really super delicious. I like having it in the morning, but also maybe throughout the day because it's a healthy cereal. Do you know what I've started doing? And this is a bit of fun. If I have a workout rather than having a protein shake, I have some magic spoon. Right, because it has 13 to 14 grams of protein in every serving and only 140 calories a serving. How much sugar, Dom? Let me tell you, zero grams of sugar. (laughs) And also, check this out, it's keto-friendly, gluten-free, grain-free, soy-free, low-carb, GMO-free. And all the flavours, Dom, cocoa, fruity, frosted, and I know that you love the peanut butter. I like to combine the cocoa with the peanut butter, so then you get a chocolatey, peanutty thing. Oh, it's so good. (laughs) So go to magicspoon.com slash onion to grab a variety pack and try it today. And be sure to use our promo code ONION at checkout to save $5 off your order. And Magic Spoon is so confident in the product, it's backed with a 100% happiness guarantee. So if you don't like it for any reason, they'll refund your money, no questions asked. Remember, get your next delicious bowl of guilt-free cereal at magicspoon.com slash onion and use the code onion to save $5 off. Thank you, Magic Spoon, for sponsoring this episode. Billy, you and I have been manscaping up a storm, haven't we? We have, Dom. Have you been enjoying it, getting yourself ready for the summer? Wait till you hear this, Dom. Mm. I just came back from vacation and I noticed, weirdly, my chest and belly hair was getting out of control. We're getting old. So I went a bit off script and I used my manscaper to manscape my chest and belly area. Good, everything went well? Fantastic. It's very safe. They've got guards on the lawnmower, which allows you to... uh, just, you know, shave the hairs on your body to whatever length you want. Yeah. And also, when you travel, a little switch that stops it turning on in your luggage and a light. Very, very handy, Dom. And I never travel as well without my weed whacker. Because mm. that, you know, shove that up your nose, in your ear, all your unsightly hairs are gone. Yeah, and it's waterproof, so, you know, you can use it when you've just got out of the shower type thing. I really like that as well. Um... And also, we got a pair of boxer shorts, didn't we? Those were great. Very, very comfortable. And you get the Crop Preserver deodorant and Crop Reviver toner to keep everything in good condition, Dom. So get 20% off plus free shipping with the code ONION at manscaped.com. That's 20% off plus free shipping with the code ONION at manscaped.com. Tame that summer swamp in your pants with Manscaped. Hello, Billy and Dom. My name's Connor. I'm from Wiltshire, England, and I have a question that sort of branches off from Lord of the Rings. Famously, Sean Connery was offered the role of Gandalf and ultimately turned it down, saying he didn't understand the script, which, fair enough. So I was wondering if there are any projects, not just acting-related, that either of you were ever offered that you decided to reject, and why, if you're willing, of course. Fan of the podcast, fan of your work, and a little addition, much like the One Ring, League of Legends is fundamentally evil and seeks to corrupt the hearts of men. So please, League, in moderation. Brilliant. Brilliant. It can be quite toxic, League of Legends. It can be. I think we've got a good handle on it. Yeah, now that you've stopped shouting at me as (laughs) if you're in Glen Gary, Glen Ross. (laughs) Oh, my. Oh, jeez, these headphones are too funny. Oh, God. Um, 
Well, just to touch upon that for a second, didn't your mate Russell Crowe, wasn't he not offered Aragon briefly? I don't think so. No? I think you spoke he, to him about it, yeah. No, I never did, actually. But I did speak to Sean Connery about um, uh, the, the Gandalf. Uh, Gandalf. Yeah. Uh, I was at a dinner uh, with the, the First Minister of Scotland, and they were... They had a dinner to talk about the arts and what does Scotland need to be, you know, more at the forefront of making movies and stuff. And Sean Connery, uh, Sean. Sean, was always, you know, we need a we need a film studio, which we did. You yeah. know, sound stages. Yeah. He'd worked in the greatest movies all, all over the world, and he knew what Scotland needed. But the first minister did bring up Lord of the Rings, and I could tell that Sean didn't want to talk about it. Because apparently, I heard afterwards, it would have been the biggest deal any actor had ever been offered. Mm. By the time, because they offered him points, points on the on back. The gross, yeah. right? Points it would have been gross. billions of. So, just know. for you guys to know what that means, lots of times, very you know, well-to-do, successful actors might get offered points on the net, which is when the studio have got all their profits back and now everyone's in profit, you start making money. When you're really big time, you get points on the gross, which is any money made by the studio at all. Yeah, because once you're on net, accountants can always say, oh, oh we can, didn't actually make any money. They can fandangle you. Fandangle it. Um, but in terms of the actual question, have you ever turned down something or not, not read something and said, no, it's not for me, and then... Um, um. Yeah, I, I don't want to say the things that I, you know, that I didn't, I, that I said no to, mm. because then you feel bad for the person who actually did it. Good point. There is a couple, mm. but they were always during the Lord of Rings time, and it was more to do with, well, I have to get back to New Zealand, so I, it'd be hard to fit in. Right. You know, but without of, giving them away, right. did, they, did they turn out to be successful movies that did well? And there's no truth in the fact that you were going to play Lawrence of Arabia and Peter O'Toole did a better audition. There's no truth in that? It was all down to his eyes, apparently. Sparkling eyes. Absolutely beautiful. One of the most beautiful young men ever, right? So there's some shots in Lawrence of Arabia where he wakes up and the light is hitting him in such a way in his hair. You just think, ooh, I'd like to buy you a gin and tonic. It was beautifully lit. Yeah, it was. By the sun, I think. And by lights. And by lights. Good old David Lean. I'm in the same uh, place as you. I'll tell you something that I didn't turn down, mm -hmm. but when I read it, my agent said, there's quite a lot of interest in you for this. And when I read it, I wrote back to my agent and said, this is a piece of Americana. This is like Marlboro Lights or Coca-Cola or a hot dog. I think you need to be truly from the USA to pull off this thing. And that was The Hangover. My agent said, it's going to be a huge film. It's probably going to be a trilogy of films. And they, they want to meet you and they want to talk to you about certain things in it. And I just said, I think this is for USA guys okay. on a road trip and playing an American, fine. But I think you need to know what it feels like to be an American bachelor. So I said, it's not for me. And was that to be Mike Tyson? Yeah. You would have been wonderful. Wouldn't I? Hmm. That's the end of the voicemails, but we do have other questions here, guys. Do you want to read this one, Bills? The first well, one. from Jackie B. Jackie B in Frankfurt, Frankfurt Michigan. 
In episode three, I noticed Dom's water bottle had a ton of stickers on it. I'd love to get a tour of the stickers, hear stories about which ones are the most important and represent a great experience. Since he's such a traveller, I feel like there's probably some great content there. I've went very high. (laughs) Thank you, Jackie B. We're doing a little 360 now. Yes, this is one of those uh, water bottles that people drag around to force them to drink more water. To be honest... The vast majority of the stickers on here, Jackie, are fruit. Because as you know, Bills, fruit is my all-time favorite food. And I eat a lot of fruit. So this is mainly tangerine stickers, apple stickers, banana stickers. You've got a few other kind of things like pineapples and maybe the occasional melon here and there. There's a nice kind of little Buddhist-y meditation thing anytime i get a sticker i put it on and then here's the trick for you guys at home once you get it covered in stickers you then cover it in sellotape so the stickers won't fall off in your hands that's very good is that informative so it's mainly for so you could use that when you're trying to work out how close elijah is to playing league of legends with us yeah yeah not very close at all no an organic banana here we go bills you want to read this one from stephanie Stephanie in London, who seems like an absolutely dirty bugger, because wait till you hear this, Dom. Who would you snog, marry, or kill? Aragorn, Gimli, and Legolas. I bet we'll answer the same way. Go. Snog. Snog, snog Legolas. Gimli. Oh, we d- okay, we're different. Marry, Aragorn. I'd marry Aragorn. Yeah, of course you would. Kill, Gimli. Legolas. You'd kill Orlando. I'd need to. Yeah. He's he's too beautiful for this world. Yeah, he's hard to be around, isn't he, when you're that cute? He is. I can't stop looking at him. Yeah. I licked him once. We should try and have him on the show. I yeah, let's lo- get him on. I would love to uh, get into some of uh, his choices around dogs. Remember, he's made some quite outrageous dog choices. Remember some we lovely, went to that dogs. When we went to that, re- that restaurant, The Real Inn, on the PCH. Yeah. And he asked the um, security guard in the car park if the, if the guy would look after his dog. And the guy said, no. And he said, oh, I'll just leave it in the car. You can just check in on it. And the guy said, no. And then all he said, all right, I'll just tie it up outside the entrance. And then the dog started freaking out yeah. and attacking, well, anyone, not attacking people. anyone who tried to enter. So on the public address system, they had to ask whoever... Whoever owns the uh, uh, blonde uh, Labrador who's fighting people outside, could you please come get it? And at that point, Orlando had just got his food, and he said to me, you go get it. I went, well, no, I'm not going to do that. You should have done. Yeah, I probably should have. <laughs> I know my place. Hey, Dom, mm-hmm. wait till you hear this number. Mm. Two out of three men will experience some form of hair loss by the time they are 35. Wow, yeah, more than 50 million men in the US suffer from male pattern baldness. And did you know, Dom, there is actually only two FDA-approved medications in the US of A that can prevent hair loss. And guess who offers both of them? I'll tell you. Keeps. Keeps offers a simple, stress-free way to keep your hair. And the great thing is, they have this convenient virtual doctor consultation, and the medications that you need will be delivered straight to your door every three months. And if you're feeling a little self-conscious about what's being sent to you in the mail, don't worry, the packaging is discreet, and they have proven results. Keeps, in fact, has more five-star reviews than any of its competitors. 
That's right, Tom. And prevention is the key when it comes to baldness. Treatments can take up to four to six months to see results. So you better act fast. If you're ready to take action and prevent hair loss, go to K-E-E-P-S dot com slash onion to receive your first month of treatment for free. That's K-E-E-P-S dot com slash onion to get your first month free. K-E-E-P-S dot com slash onion. Hey, Tom, when do you think the best time is to get life insurance? I don't know. I'll tell you. Right now. Is that right? Because every year you leave it, the rates can go up. Yeah, if someone relies on your financial support, whether it's a child or an aging parent or even a business partner, you need life insurance. Mm-hmm. To properly provide for your family, most people need 10 times the life insurance that they get through their employer. Now, policy genius make it easy to compare quotes from over a dozen top insurers all in one place. Why would you compare? I'll tell you. You can save 50% or more on life insurance by comparing quotes with Policy Genius. You could save $1,300 or more per year on life insurance by using Policy Genius to compare policies. That kind of service has earned Policy Genius thousands of five star reviews across Trustpilot and Google. Getting started is easy. First, head to policygenius.com forward slash onion. In minutes, you can work out how much life insurance coverage you need and compare personalised quotes to find your best price. Head to policygenius.com forward slash onion to get started right now. Policy Genius. When it comes to insurance, it's nice to get it right. Layla? Would that be Layla S? Layla S? Layla! From Hot Springs, North Carolina. If you had to describe the other as an animal slash insect... What would it be and why? Is there an animal slash insect that you have an irrational fear of? Not a respectful stay out of their way fear of, but a ridiculous, oh, they give me the heebie-jeebies fear. Now, just to pull you up on something here very uh-huh. briefly, Layla, you won't like this, Bill, because the most pedantic I ever get is when we talk about animals. Insects are animals. So when you say if you had to describe yourself as an animal slash insect, an insect is an animal, so you didn't need to... Do a differentiation there. No. Do you know what I mean? An animal. You, to me, have always been a meerkat. I enjoy meerkats. Mm, They're adorable and sweet and keen to doze in the day. Mm. And they're very big on community and cuddly. But they will destroy a scorpion if they see one. If I need to. reminds me of you. If I needed to, I would. Yeah. You, to me, are a lion. King of the jungle. (laughs) I mean it. You like your hair to be bouffant. Oh, I do. You like to like keep that, and you know, and I and I like the way you stroll about. No, yeah, I'll give you lion. lion. Really, love that. And now, is there any animal that you have an irrational fear of? I do have, and I know I shouldn't. I do have a bit of a fear of sharks. I'll tell you what it is, Dom. As an animal, there's not much chance of us being eaten compared to other animals, but as a human being. I'd, a shark could still eat me. Oh, and I, I wouldn't like to be eaten. No, it'd be a horrible feeling. Ah! That's oh. so, so. Ah! Um, remember when I, I remember calling you up one time and saying, hey, Bills, we've got a great opportunity here. Yeah. We've been invited to fly to South Africa yeah. and free swim with uh, great white sharks. Yeah. Just, you know, they're going to pay for everything. Let's do it. And you said, Absolutely not, under no. no circumstances. Why would I do that? Yeah. I've, d- I've said that to you a couple of times in your life. 
Another time was bungeeing. You said, let's go bungeeing, we'll do that. And I said, no. Why? It's not, it's not even a discussion. It wasn't, yeah. I, I, why would I jump off something? Yeah. I, no. As a friend, you're normally, if I present something to you, you normally, even if you're not into it, you normally go, yeah, well, uh. And then there's been a few times where you've gone, no. no I'm not going to do that. It's putting me way too close to death. I go, right, okay. But that's better. You were talking earlier about LA people and saying yes, but they're not doing it. Yeah. I'm just saying, uh, no. I prefer it that way for yeah. sure. So if you, I know you and your son have picked up, re-picked up for you surfing again. Yeah. Your son has just learned to surf. If you were in the ocean and you saw a glimpse of a shark, would you immediately get out? I don't think I would now. I think I would sit and I would rationally think about it and think, I'm okay. Right. I don't need this. But I wouldn't like to be scuba diving and then see one come out of the darkness. All right. Give me the fear, Dom. I worked with a lovely lady in Mozambique when we were doing wild things. We were looking for the whale shark, the biggest fish in the world. And uh, we were swimming with giant uh, rays and obviously whale sharks at one point. And she's, she's, been, uh, she's a marine biologist. She's been working under the water, scuba diving for 25, 30 years. And I said to her, what's the craziest thing that's happened to you? Mm. She said, I was at the bottom of the ocean once, not very deep, <clears throat> about 60, 70 feet working with a seal that was just coming down uh -huh. and picking up rocks and playing with me, playing with the rocks in front of me and kind of swimming around me and stuff. And she says, suddenly it just disappeared. It was with me playing, boom, it was gone, like a bat out of hell. She's like, what went on there? Couldn't work it out. Turned around, there's a massive killer whale in front of her, still about less than six feet, just looking at her like that. What's going on? And she just froze like, oh, my God, this thing could eat me immediately. Yeah. And then that thing disappeared. It was there and it was gone in like half a second. And th those things, there's, no, there's been no documented evidence of it, you know, messing you up unless it's in captivity. But it doesn't matter. That would be terrifying. Anything bigger than a cod when, <laughs> when you're down there yeah. is quite scary. Because it's their world. It's not For ours. Sure. Yeah. You were at my house yesterday and we were watching Moving Art on Netflix and there was some beautiful footage of whales eating krill. And we were saying, that thing has no interest in eating you whatsoever. In fact, if it, if it ate you, it couldn't swallow you, so it would spit you out. But seeing that come at you from the deep, oh, I'd take your breath away. Really would. But you're like, but at yesterday, when I was at your house, we had to take a picture of ourselves for a thing. And I said, oh, I need to put the phone on something. And I saw a, a white bucket in your corner. And I said, can I put the phone on top of this bucket? What's in your bucket? Ends up saying, two rattlesnakes. <laughs> There's not many people you'll meet in your life when you say, what's in your bucket? Yeah. And they'll say, two rattlesnakes. And there's a little breathing space at the very top of the bucket. And you chose to put your tripod, one of the legs of the tripod, on the breathing space. And as you were adjusting the leg, I w didn't say anything, but I was, I was going to say, Billy, like where you've got your finger and thumb. If the rattlesnake is there, then you're, you know, less than a millimetre away from getting bitten. But I just thought, I'll just leave that because we're going to, it's not going to help Billy to know that because his hand's there already. That made my thumb tingle. Yeah. <sighs> Last question here, William. About scones. Oh. oh, a question about scones. I enjoy a scone. I do. Fastest cake in the world, no less. Scone. Scone. <laughs> hey! 
All right, go on, Bill. Do you want to do it? Michelle from Canada says, I've visited England and I've had authentic scones before. Would you say scones or scones? I probably would say scones. What okay. about you? I think I would say scones as well, yeah. It got me hooked on them. Now, I can say after dozens of mess-ups, I'm pretty proud of the scones that I make for friends for gatherings. However, this causes a dilemma for me. What do I bring with the scones? Do I bring butter or jam? If jam, which type? If butter, isn't that a bit of an odd thing to bring to someone's house? But isn't it even more rude to assume the host will be okay with guests using their butters for the scones that they have made? Mm, she's put. She's made some good points mm-hmm. here. Mm-hmm. Can I give you my answers? Go on, please, Dom. I I would forego the butter entirely, and if you can get hold of it, I would get clotted cream. <gasps> for me, it's clotted cream. And raspberry jam. And there's a raspberry jam, an English raspberry jam, or blackcurrant jam, uh, called, I think, Little Tips. That's with a P. Little Tips. Uh, Kind of a slightly sharp... For me, I want a sharp jam. Mm. Nothing like strawberry jam is great, but that's too sweet. I want something to kind of offset the 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 clotted cream. cream. So I would go blackcurrant... Or raspberry jam with clotted cream, which I don't... I'm not sure if you can get hold of it in Canada. You must be able to. Yeah, I would think. So Canada's very uh, UK-based, isn't it? Mm, anglophile Would you put the cream on first or the jam on first? Cream one side, jam the other. Oh! And if you had baked the scones going to your friend's house, would you take both the clotted cream and the jam? I would, because I'd feel like that's the whole experience. You don't want someone to say, well, I've made you a cake, but can you provide the icing? You want to bring the whole thing. So I'd say, Very nice. I'm doing the whole scones extravaganza. Do you know what? You? Yeah, I think, I think you're absolutely right there, and I think that would be a better way to arrive at someone's house. But if it was me and I'd bake the scones, I think I'd just arrive with the scones and hope that they had something to put on it. Right, but then what if you got there and they said, oh, we've run out of jam, we've actually not got any butter, and then you've ruined yeah. it because they go, we'll just have a dry scone. Yeah, and everybody's there, well, it's really dry. It's a good question, Michelle. Very good. Oh, got a few, we've got a few comments on YouTube here. I'm gonna, let's read this one. From, I'm going to try and get your name right here, my friend. Hopefully I don't absolutely ruin it. Shaher. What do you reckon, Bill? Shaher. I think that was very good, yeah. Shaher said, there's a comment on, on YouTube. Please leave your comments on our, on our YouTube channel, The Friendship on You. And he says, being half Iranian, I really wasn't expecting Iranian cuisine to reach the show so soon. But I'm overjoyed that it has. I'm so happy you gents enjoyed the Koresh e Karafs. Very good, Dom. And more still, I have to thank you for this segment of the podcast. Though I discovered you gentlemen through the Lord of the Rings, and believe me, I love you guys there, to see you encouragingly diversify... Oh, wait. To see you encouraging diversity and multicultural cuisine is heartwarming. Well, share. We love that part of the world, and we love hearing from you. That was lovely. I loved how you tried to make the last sentence of that much more difficult than it was. Yeah, I did. I it was did. quite a quite an easy sentence, but you tried to make it the most complicated <laughs> sentence ever written. <laughs> so, guys, if there's anything that you think we would like on Dom and Bill Eat the World, please send it to us at thefriendshiponion at castmedia.com. Or... 
speakpipe.com forward slash the friendship onion. And whatever it is, if it's something your grandmother used to make in the country that you grew up or something specific to a town that you know, please, if you have a link to the thing, please stick that in so that we can find it easier. Thank you very much. Thanks, guys. Look, here's a couple of Apple reviews here, Bill. Is there? Oh, is it, I, I hope it's good ones. Have a look at this one. Go on, you read that one. Hey, Glorian B says... I got my one-year-old dog a bed for his birthday. He now carries it all over the house and is coziness wherever he goes. Listening to your podcast in my earbud is like carrying a cosy dog bed around the house. That's a very cool thing. And that's another thing we were talking about earlier on is if you've now started a tradition when you listen to Bills and I doing the podcast, whether you listen to it in your garden or maybe you go over to your grandparents, you all listen to it together, maybe you watch it on a... Wednesday night or a Friday night with your pals, take a picture and we'll put it up on our social media. I like that. Someone said to me, they now sit in the garden, they put it on their speaker, they listen to it, her and her boyfriend with a nice bottle of red wine. (laughs) What could be nicer, Dom? Lovely. So Um, if you do do something like that, please take a screenshot of it and tag us at The Friendship Onion and maybe we'll feature you here on the show. Billy and Dom eat the world. Now, we're moving into my personal favourite section of the show, but I would just like to shout out all the people that recommended that we do this particular classic beverage from Scotland. So thank you to Janine Neal from Glasgow, Nikki from Yorkshire in England, obviously, Kay from Wellington, that might be Wellington, New Zealand, or it could be another Wellington, and Kader from Stirling in Scotland, who suggested on this week with... Billy and Dom eat the world to do, Billy. Iron brew. Oh! <laughs> Here comes John with a bottle of iron brew. Here comes John. Look at him, isn't he magical? Wow. Iron brew. Let's get into it. Well, we can talk about all the facts, but just from a personal point of view, what does iron brew mean to you? <laughs> <laughs> you can use that, bars, if you want in your ads. Iron Brew have some great ads. That's yeah. one thing they do. Yeah. Very, very good. But for me, this is basically the taste of my childhood. Uh, it used to come, probably still does, in a in a glass bottle. Mm. And uh, there was always a bottle of Iron Brew. Me and my friends used to play a lot of football, soccer, and... Uh, there was always a bottle of Iron Brew at the side of the pitch. And everybody would drink the same bottle. Oh, wow. So yeah. you get all those spitty bits in it. We called it floaters. Oh, that's not good. So I say you had some, and you'd say, oh, Dom, you've left a floater. Oh, that's and you don't want to. Because by the time it gets to the bottom. No, you don't want that. Um, the, the adverts that I remember, and I, do you know who did the voice for it, or did it change over the years? Oh, I don't know the Iron Brew. Made in Scotland from Gerdes. Made in Scotland from Gerdes. Now, a girder, do you yeah. know the difference between a beam and a girder? Oh, do you know? I found out, I did my research. So a girder, for me, is the thing that looks like in the shape of an H that's okay. used for building buildings. Okay. Building buildings. Building buildings. <laughs> and a beam, a beam. Is more, I would say, a certain shape, like a square or a circle. I mean, you're kind of in the arena, but you're not quite there. Do you want me to keep going? Probably not. Carry I'm not on sure then. if you'll get any closer. Right. Basically, 
A girder is a massive beam. <laughs> That's the difference. So a beam would be something that you might see in a small ceiling, but a girder holds up a bridge oh, or yeah. a building. So made in Scotland from girders means it's made from massive pieces of metal, which can't be true. And I think a girder would be that colour as well. <laughs> yeah. For anyone who's just wa- listening and not watching, it is an orange colour. It's is a, it? a violently orange colour. Right. Fa- and it just brings me right back to my childhood and sharing a bottle with all my friends. It's. I was gonna. I was thinking about this earlier on, saying that the the taste of Iron Brew is a little bit like a mystery drink. But then I thought, well, that's the case with. Coca-Cola. Coca-Cola's a mystery drink, isn't it? And Dr. Pepper, you don't really know what that taste is. Yeah, it's just something. It's, it's just something. Is, is this like a sarsaparilla? Did you ever have sarsaparilla when you were a kid? I did, but... Is it different? Different, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. Sarsaparilla is a sort of American thing, I would think. Is it? it? Do you know when the first Iron Brew drink was produced? Go on. 1889. Wow. Yeah, let's read some of these. Fascinating. Here's one that I don't think is listed here, but I'm sure is true. Uh, there was a thing that came out a few years ago saying that Iron Brew, and therefore Scotland, is the only country in the world where the main soft drink is not made by Coca-Cola. Right. I think that's been, people have said, oh, that's not true because, you know, in North Korea, but Coca-Cola's not allowed in North Korea, and the same in Cuba. But I think what they were saying, in countries where Coca-Cola and Coca-Cola products are allowed, then Scotland is the only one. Really? Because I would clap, as the kids say, mm-hmm. clap back mm-hmm. I'd to like, that. Yep. Because I think Brazil might be another example. I heard that as well. Because of Guarana, ah. which is another thing that we have to try on the show, mm. which is a, a, a fizzy drink made of a Brazilian berry. I think that trumps Coca-Cola. I think I, think I heard that as well. Should we give it a little... Can we? I'm going to give it a sniff first, because the smell... Oh, yeah. It does smell like um, like break at school. It smells like that 15-minute break that you get at school where you drink fizzy pop and eat Coca-Cola bottle sweets. Oh, yeah. It's I've fair. got some on my nose now. Now, would you drink this in England when you were growing up? Yeah, we had it in England, um, and it was popular... It probably wasn't as popular as maybe Coca-Cola, but the other thing in Manchester that was big and drank by a lot of my friends and was, was huge in my family was dandelion and burdock. <laughs> do, you, do you like dandelion and burdock? Or as the kids used to say when they were kids, dandelion and bird drop. Ah. But that's like a strange, spicy... No? No, no, no. he's not having it. You All ready? Right. Come on. Can't wait. Mmm. Fizzy. 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 I'm right back to being 10 years old, Dom. I tell you what. It's a, it's a, a, like mm. a, a very fizzy drink. See, when anyone arrives in Scotland to visit me who's never been in Scotland before, mm. I'll meet them at the train mm. or the airport, wherever it is. Oh, excuse me. First thing we do, fish supper, a couple of pickles in there. And an iron brew. When you say pickles, you mean pickled onions, don't I you? I do mean pickled onions. I, that was a, a surprise to me. Fish, chips, and pickled onions mm. on the side. So what would you... Would you have a bite of fish and then a little bit of a pickled onion, or would you do it on its own? Oh, so you just make it do your own thing. Oh, that's crazy. A little bit of pickled onion with chips on. Oh, and yeah. iron brew. I mean, I like a pickled onion. And right, in, in Glasgow... Facts. Go on. If you see a lot of men going to their work, will have 
the newspaper rolled up, back pocket, yeah. suit jacket with a bottle of iron brew in it. It says here, during the 1930s, the drink gained widespread notoriety from starring across newspapers, Scottish newspapers in The Adventures of Barbrew and Sandy. Do you remember this, Bills? Never heard of that. With Barbrew's character mirroring Sabu from Rudyard Kipling's uh, book. That must be The Jungle Book. This Scottish advertising cartoon was still going strong in the early 1970s, making it the longest running of its kind. Billy Connolly was a fan of Iron Brew. Oh. He mentions it. On an album as a great hangover cure. It is a great hangover cure, right? Everybody has this as a hangover cure. All the sugar and the... Oh, drink know, the goodness. It's very, very good. It contains sodium benzenate. Very good for you. Uh, Asafame K. Which is basically medicine. <laughs> F, D, and C, yellow number six. Oh, number six, the best number. And just as a word of warning, because yep. it isolates this, it does contain phenylalanine. Phenylalanine. <laughs> you, sh- you shouldn't have too much phenylalanine. No, but a little's okay, a little's okay, Dom. And this is something that even now as we live in America, me and my wife uh, will go to a British store and, and buy this, no matter how much they're charging, because it's fantastic, Tom. Not only that, but you don't care about money because you've got tons of cash. <laughs> I wish. Hey, Iron Brew is known for its bright orange colour and unique flavour. It includes caffeine, which might be one of the things that helps you with your cango- uh, hangover. With your hangover, a little kick, two controversial food colourings, Sunset Yellow and Ponsu. 4RE124. You know what I would really like to do? Uh-huh. I've always wanted to do this. Yeah. Visit the factories around the world that make all of the E numbers. Really? What is that process? Do you what know what is I mean? it? They come in on a Monday morning, they clock in, and they go, right, you go over there, stir that, you make that hotter, you separate that, and by six o'clock this afternoon, we'll have E17442. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I wonder what it is. Who knows? No one knows what it is. Uh, Here we go. Iron Brew's trademark application for the brand name Iron Brew dates back to July 1946 when the drink was still off sale because of wartime regulations. The name changed following the introduction of new labelling restrictions which cracked down on a spurious health claim and intruder. Someone, John's just ruined that. He didn't, he didn't include the rest of it in there. <laughs> it used to be called Iron Brew with an O, and then they changed it. They took out the O, and it became Iron instead of Iron. So it's spelled I-R-N hyphen B-R-U. Iron. And it's such a part of my, my childhood, Dom. I can't even tell you. It's And do you know tasty. what we call it? Like, you know, pop. Yeah, fizzy pop. Do you know what it's called in Scotland? All those drinks together. It's like, not the same as messages, right? Which we should talk about at some point. Coca-Cola, Sprite. Oh, can I? I think I'm know this. Can I guess? I think you know it. Sherbet. No, oh. but very close. Go on. Ginger. All oh, right. You see, I'm going to the shops for a bottle of ginger. And I remember once I went home and I was staying at my sister's and I was trying to make a stir fry. <laughs> I, I, this is honestly true. I was in Toll Cross Road, and I went up to the little local shop, and I, I'd, 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 there wasn't any ginger root, you know, in my sister's house. And I ran up, 
and I, w- I kind of left the oven on and stuff. So I was running and I went into the shop and I was looking and I said to the guy, oh, sorry, mate, have you got any ginger? And he said, yeah, it's all over there, mate. And he pointed to the Iron Brew. And, and I was like, oh, of course, it's ginger. That's brilliant. I love but that. But why is it called ginger? Was there a gingery, fizzy pop at some point back that in the day? That was the most popular. Like the only Ginger w- beer or a ginger ale. If anyone at home anyone knows why in Scotland stories. we call pop ginger. You should tell the listeners, stroke viewers, about the messages story, because that's a very fun Scottish idiosyncrasy. Yeah, you don't get that one either, Not do you? really. I don't think anyone gets that. So when we go for the shopping, like the normal shopping, eggs, milk, bread, etc. Yeah, we, the basics. We go for the messages. Mm. So if you came to my house, it's, it's made me burp. <coughs> it is quite burpy, Iron Bruce. But I don't very c- fizzy. I get to taste that again, double taste. Like you came to my house. I'd love and to. And Ali was out, my wife was out, you know, at the shops. And he says, where's Ali? I would say, she's getting the messages. Right. <coughs> that was Iron Brew again. Do you, have, do you have any understanding of the origins of that? No. So if anyone at home <coughs> knows the origins of why Scottish people call it messages, please go ahead. My guess, and this is probably wrong because I'm normally more wrong than right, but my guess would be back in the day, the corner shop where you did get your basic flour, eggs, water, cheese, and all that kind of stuff, also had a little post office section where ah. you would get your mail. So you'd say, I'm just going to go down to the shop to get the messages, which also includes your egg, flour, water, well, not water, but cheese. That's my guess. So other Scottish people would leave you little notes, little <laughs> messages, like the farmer would say. Yeah, yeah. Enjoy my cheese. Did you enjoy those eggs? Yeah, yeah maybe. Someone will know. Can we give it scores? Right, let's give it scores. You know what the headlines are, Dom. I do now. Number one, flavour. Flavour. I'm going to give that an eight. It's high quality flavour. It's intense though. I'm not a big drinker of ginger. Yeah, bottles of ginger. I don't. I don't drink many of them. I don't drink Coca Cola. No, I don't drink. But Iron Brew is is my childhood. Dom, but is it your all time favourite fizzy pop drink? Out of all the fizzy pops, even ginger beer, everything Iron Brew because it's got a history. Dom, Dom, and do I hear you? I'm giving it a nine point eight. Wow, that's almost maximum scores. Aesthetics. Wow. I mean, it doesn't get much cooler. Then an orange drink with orange and blue packaging. For me, it's a 9.5. Wow, Dom loves the aesthetics of Iron Brew. I also love it. The only thing that would make it better is if it was the old classic glass bottle. And whatever the price was, I can't remember. Say it was 40p. You get 10p on the bottle. So you would drink it. And then when it was empty, you could take the bottle back and say, give me 10p of sweeties now. Yeah, a 10p mixture. 10p mix bag. And you would get some gums and Chelsea Whoppers. And, oh. So what did you give it? I'll give it a, a 9.2. Just a little lower than me. And then usefulness. It might fall off a cliff here a little bit. Dom. Good for a hangover. Hangover. Sharing with your friends during a game of football. Could you mix this? Do they mix it in Scotland? Do you do like a vodka iron brew or a... I know most people will be like, oh, whiskey, you take it as it is, maybe with a block of ice and all that. A bit of water. 
You go to any woman in Scotland who likes a little whiskey, whiskey and iron brew. Little drop of iron brew, innit? And I don't mind a whiskey and iron brew. Really? But if it's not very good whiskey, yeah. Yeah, yeah. what about... But in the pubs, do they not do iron brew and vodka? Or yeah. Or they do? You put iron brew in any of those. Okay, any so drink yeah. you want, so that's useful. Yeah. What about the lollipops, you know, um, ice lollies? Yeah, they the do. ones yeah. where you can make them. Yeah. Pour iron brew in, you've got iron brew ice lollies. Yeah, you're selling me, you're selling me. Dom. Okay, it's jumped up. Go on, more, there's more. <laughs> a glass scoop of uh, vanilla ice cream, uh, iron brew. Uh, you get an ice drink there, Dom. Iron brew float. Yeah, what about that? That's it's quite versatile. It is very versatile. Okay, well I was going to give it like a five point five, but with that in mind, I'm going to give it a seven point nine for usefulness. I could think of a use for it every day of my life. I'm giving it an eight point nine. I'm going to guess that that is the highest total score of anything that you've done up to now, Bill. Up to now, it has to be Dom. I'm almost weeping. <laughs> a 10 year old me running around the football field thinking oh I can't wait till the van comes and I'll get a bottle ice of cream van. the ice cream van Kitties was the name of it right ding 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 oh that sounded like a horror movie yeah it did it was a bit scary da da dee 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 Mum will get what I am brewing, see how we see. Mm-hmm. Ice cream and I am brewing, oh. Mm-hmm. Hey, you, that's my effing bar. <laughs> my guy was called Savoris, and he used to um, do the Teddy Bears picnic uh, theme tune. It's true, it's true. Anyway, guys, I will just say this finally on Iron Brew. If you're going to seek out Iron Brew... And and, you should. Which you should, and treat yourself to an Iron Brew. Please, 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 drink it chilled, for God's sake. There's a massive difference in a freezing cold fizzy pop drink, especially Iron Brew, don't you think? Room temperature Iron Brew. No. Yeah, and it's always cold in Scotland, so we always got it cold. Good point. And then, just to finish off, Tom, as I look back at me as a young man there, with my (coughs) Iron Brew... (coughs) From Kitty's van. And I would shout up. We lived up in the Masonettes. And I'd shout up my... Mommy! Throw me down a piece, I would say, Dom. A little bit of money, is it? No. It's a sandwich. And my mum would make me a sandwich. Wrap it up in paper and throw it out the window. Nice. That's amazing. Delicious. A piece. A piece. Love that. Um, Well, that was Iron Brew. We might have peaked... I love that. If you guys have any suggestions for what we should be eating and drinking, and to be fair, Bills, up to now, we've been kind of spoiled. Everything that we've done has been on the upper echelon of yumminess. So if there's something that might not necessarily be yummy, but just bizarre and worth trying, get in touch. Let us know where we can find it, because obviously we're in LA and it might be difficult for us to find something if you don't give us a little link. Iron Brew. Made in Scotland from Curtis. That's very good, Tom. Hey, now, we've got some music, Tom. (laughs) Iron Brew, sorry about that, guys. My God, that was quite a noise. It came from the very depths of my soul. I loved it. Deep, deep. I think I actually burped out some pain. Oh, I just smelt it. Yeah, sorry. Mm. Hey. On you go. This song is from Casey, who's in Orlando, Florida. And it's Thundercat with the song Them Changes. Let's find out if it's funky. And I can find my- 
I love that. I tell you. That's what I say. I think we're all hopped up on Iron Brew at this point, guys. Woo! Woohoo! Hey, um, what was I going to say then? You loved it. We've got a Spotify playlist. Yeah. Called The Friendship Onion. You can find us, our podcast, at Spotify. And then, if you want to listen to all the songs that we are reviewing to see if they're funky or not, you can find our Friendship Onion playlist where you'll also find this song. And we'll plus, we'll send another music as well. Yeah, with each passing week, we'll put other songs on there. Do you know what that reminded me of? This is a bit of a deep... Go on. A deep dive here. But do you remember back in the day, there was an advert for Soft Mints with a guy called Mr. Soft who was like walking up, Mr. Soft, won't you tell me why the world in which you're living is so strange? That reminded me of the song that might play on that. I'll give you that, Tom. Loved it. I think because the guitar had a sort of tremolo thing. Now that's a pedal, right? You play guitar. So what he's doing there is he's just playing a normal, like, chords. But the pedal, is it a wah-wah pedal? No, I don't think it's a wah-wah. I think it's just banged it on and it's got, it's affected it. It's Loved it. That was fantastic. I really liked it. And what I liked about it as well is I liked the repetition. I liked that he just says, this is what we're doing. Yeah. Loved I it. like that. There's joy in repetition. Yeah, Prince said, there is joy in repetition. There's joy in repetition. Yeah, there's joy in repetition. Um, I, well, from a review point of view, I'm going to give that a Bootsy Collins. Oh, well done. High level of funk. Slow funk. Do you know what I mean? If you're dancing on the dance floor to that, you're not like totally getting down at a high tempo. It's more like a groove funk. I could it? see you being quite sexy dancing that. Thanks. I think you'd get down low. Oh, yeah, I would. I'd get down low. You've got good hips for that. I'm quite happy for a guy. I would give it a Mr. Strange from the Softman. I've just taken oh. yours. No, he's very funky. And I, yeah, I'll give him a Mr. Strange for that. I liked it. I'm going to listen to the whole thing. Yeah, when I go we're going to listen today. on the way back. Casey from Orlando, Florida, thank you so much for sending in your suggestion. Of course, if you guys have a piece of music that you think is exceptionally funky that you want us to listen to and review, get in touch. The Friendship Onion at castmedia.com. That's cast with a K. And also you can leave a message at speakpipe.com forward slash The Friendship Onion. Pow! That was the week in The Friendship Onion and we will see you the following week. I think next week we're going to have a guest on, Dom. Oh, really? Is it a secret guest or are we going to tell people? I don't know. I think we can probably say it is... You'll probably remember this gentleman, Mr. Richard Taylor. Or as we know him, Richard Taylor. Yeah, from Weta. From Weta. Richard Taylor is the head of Weta. And there's nothing he doesn't know about Lord of the Rings special effects, physical special effects, all the masks, the weapons, all the props. Those were the guys. I think you can make a strong argument to say that Weta are the best special effects company on the planet. I would say yes. So if you guys have any questions that you want us to put forward to Richard Taylor about special effects, let us know, and we're going to have questions ourselves. Richard Taylor is an amazing guy. Please send in your um, questions. He'll love it. And we will see you guys next week. Toodles. All the best. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. 
But you're the filet fish sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.